Welcome to the Worthy Bitch Podcast, the place where we discuss all things self-worth so we can stop living life as a victim and start living life on purpose. My name is Autumn. I'm your host and the creatrix of The Worthy Bitch. I am so excited that you have made the decision to embark on your Worthy Bitch journey. Now let's dive into ourselves. Well, I guess just tell me about Clachette, who you is. So, so Clachette is a confident warrior, empress, and she is a healer, not only to myself, but others. And I'm just focused on growth and I love, I love to transmute positive energy. Amen. Oh, all I could think is, Amala Ashe, Amala Ashe. <laughs> yes, that is what I think of you as well. And what is your passion? Like, what is your best favorite thing in the world? My passion is to not only to help people in their spiritual journeys, um, but to continuously to um, be aware of my spiritual journey and continue to make that a focus. So that's my passion, you know, my spiritual growth and along the way, helping others find their path and, you know, pour into others as well. So yeah. that's my I love that. I love that. I feel the same way for myself because I mean, honestly, we can only take others as far as we have come. And so if you don't do the the work and continue doing the work, then it's almost impossible to help someone else continue to grow, you know, I never understand why people just think that they go to school and they graduate and then they're, Oh, I'm done learning. Let me just go to my job. I'm like, no, if I don't learn something every day, it's a wasted day in my opinion. And that's when we become stagnant. Yeah. And not aware and not conscious. That's not being conscious. So your spiritual journey is all about, you know, being aware of that consciousness and being aware how you feel, how you treat people, people around you, all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And ultimately, if you're if you lose your consciousness, you lose your happiness, I think, along the way, because you're not able to like fully be present and feel what's real. You know, it's such a disconnect. Yeah, I always say 1% better every single day. Just get 1%. No balances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love All right. So you are a astrology genius. I will just go ahead and no! <laughs> like an expert. Every time you start talking about astrology, I just am like, hold on, wait, what? slow. But I'm still on the first three words. What are you talking about? It's so deep. And you just let it flow so effortlessly. And um, so I was just wondering if you could share a little bit about each zodiac sign and just t- touch on like the good, the bad, whatever you want to share about each of them. Okay. So I, astrology is like a wormhole. Like, a, like it's just, it's never ending knowledge. It's never ending knowledge. But <clears throat> what I've learned through, like through all of the, the, the zodiac 
um, signs is, is we have a lot to learn from each other. You know, it is funny doing the whole bit of like, oh, this, this sign is this way, this sign is this way. But, you know, it's, 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 we all come together to cultivate what the universe has us being aligned for in the exact moments. And, um, when we, when we land into this vessel, it kind of is like the roadmap or the possibility, or it's just like a, like a, a how-to guide. It's like a, you have like a, 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 a leg up into seeing like, all right, this is how I'm going to transform myself. Or this is, this is some of the things that I can tap into because I do, that energy does resonate and it, 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 it leads me there. So it's, I love it. It's, it's a strategist guide, mm-hmm. your, your natal chart. So I, I can start from the top. I'm probably going to ask you to just, you know, just, just give the signs to me. Okay. I kind of like that. Let's see. So, so stop here. And then I want you to give me the signs. So let's see. Do we, let's just start with Aries. Okay. Aries, so I resonate with this one because I am an Aries. Um, Aries leadership. Um, And then also, you know, being a cardinal um, sign, it is um, very adamant on just um, the rush of things. Um, So definitely compulsive. Um, when it comes to um, what we want to do. Aries is a, a friend that if you want to start something today and you want to go outside and hang and just shout from the mountaintops, you can, because that's the, that's the person that you're going to bring. You're more so not going to bring Aries when you're trying to um, cultivate multiple ideas and maybe make a decision because sometimes, you know, being the sister sign to Libra really can't really pinpoint a definite decision. But once we come to a decision, we can kind of rush forward on that idea. Um, But definitely someone you would still want in talks of it. But I feel like you more so get the the amazing ideas, but not the, you can't really pick. You just have, you have these, all of these amazing ideas and no one to pick, make a decision. So it's more that's the, something I do too. <laughs> yeah. It's more the energy of action instead of like the energy of like contemplation. And and when you say to have an Aries in your friend group as to be there for p- part of the conversation or to be there as, you know, a voice of reason in a way, I think that the Aries I mean being your friend, you know, and you're an Aries and I also am an Aries rising, I feel like there's a lot of ideas happening. It's very fiery and fast and you see a lot of things from different angles and everything's like fun and exciting. And so it's such an interesting energy to bring in when you're having conversation about trying to decide on things. Even if it's like business and stuff like that too, I think is very, it's a really um, focused, but not focused sign at the same time. Yeah, we have all these amazing ideas. Just pick one, darling, just pick one. I can't make a decision. Okay. Next. Okay. So next. So that is from March 21st to April 20th. And so then the next one is Taurus. Taurus. So I know um, that Taurus uh, is ruled by the sign, uh, by the planet rather, Venus. So when I think of Taurus, I think of luxurious. I think of um, someone 
who wants to enjoy all of the fine dining, you know, eating, okay? Enjoy the eating, okay? Um, someone who loves music, who loves literature as well, um, because I really um, enjoy literature and, and singing and um, Taurus is ruled by the throat. So if you do have any Taurus in your chart um, and you wonder why, hey, why do I love singing so much? Um, definitely a Venus, a Taurus Venus or a Taurus moon. Um, I can I see those in multiple charts of being uh, singers or uh, um, really good in the kitchen since um, Taurus and um, it was ruled by Venus. It really loves that, loves those aspects. Um, but I really love Taurus. Um, it, since it's an earth sign, um, they're really grounded in their opinions. Um, but also, this is not a friend to really um, make fast decisions. Um, so you won't get like a quick turnaround. They're probably the person who will probably send you the late email. <laughs> but um, because they just they just have to think about it, you know. We know earth signs, they're, um, they're really grounded in their opinions and they, wanna, they want to see all of the information, okay, all of it. Um, so that's what I feel about Taurus. So in my experience of a Taurus, they can be very good, like on the positive light, they can be very good homemakers and they want everything yeah. to be beautiful and they're really good, like I like to call them like shapeshifters. They really can mold their environment the way they want it to be and make it feel really comfortable. But on the flip side, like you were saying, they can be very like stubborn and hard headed and then hard to get through because they want everything their way. Yeah, definitely. So let's see. Yeah. This is from a lot of interior designers. They're what? Um, a lot of interior designers have yeah. those places. Mm -hmm. My mom is a Taurus and that's like her dream job. She's constantly, I mean, our last house probably had like 15 different color paints on each. <laughs> you could peel it and look, it was probably a quarter inch thick. <laughs> Taurus is April 21st to May 20th. Okay. So next is Gemini. Gemini. I love Gemini's. Look, I love every sign. I um, so I love Gemini's. Gemini's um, are an air sign. So um, just think about communication. And when people bring the aspect of, oh, uh, Gemini's are two-faced. No, they're, um, they're more so, they, they go with the flow and they're adaptable to their environment too as well. Um, one thing about Gemini people, they don't mind long distance relationships. So um, we are in the, we were actually in the age of Gemini Venus. And during that time, it was more so not about committed relationships. It was more so about just those like fun, you know, interactions and like maybe those one night stands, um, kind of those, that energy. And now moving into cancer, you know, cancer rules the home. So more so picking the one off the bench who you're going to pick for a cuffing season, so to speak. But um, with Gemini, they really love the arts. Um, they really love the arts. Um, a lot of Geminis that I know are really good at um, drawing. Um, uh, Geminis are, are really, they're the thinkers. They're more so, they get a lot of um, pleasure 
off of um, intellectual conversations too as well. Um, so really connecting with a Gemini from the intellectual standpoint is really where you want to connect with them and where, so as if they were in the group, they probably would be someone to bounce the final idea off of. Mm, okay. Uh, so they, 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 they could, kind of. Yeah, because they want, they can give you a different perspective of, of your ideas. So it kind of makes you even kind of dive in and kind of create more. They're really more so the creators too, because they're flexible and adaptable. Mm-hmm. What's your experience with Gemini's? Yeah, when you were saying that people think they're two-faced, I was hearing like, no, not two-faced. They're just able to see things from different angles very clearly. Um, one of my best friends is actually a Gemini and she is really good at being that decision maker. When I talk to her about things for my business or whatever it may be, she's really good at being just like, she sees the detail and she knows how she wants things to be. She's like, Oh, you need to change this like this. And Oh, this is how I envisioned it. And she's just really good at conducting things and, and having that vision and then executing but yeah, uh, very vocal. She loves to talk about really deep stuff all the time, really will like call you and you'll be on the phone forever. I mean, never <laughs> run out of anything to say with the Gemini, that's for sure. And also right. super smart, always learning. Um, all right, next is June. Oh, so that was May 21st to June 20th. So the next is June 21st to July 22nd, and that's Cancer. Cancer. So when I think about cancer, I think about the moon because the moon, um, that's, that's the planet aspect that it rules. So like you think about home, you think about the mother, you think about, um, being very, um, emotionally aware, you know, that's, that's where it's at home at. And, um, definitely with, with the aspect of us being the Venus, uh, cancer, and um, that being ruled by the moon and, you know, Venus being ruled by love is really changing our aspects of how do we feel about relationships, too. Um, so definitely cancers, they love love and they're very, they are kind souls. They're very kind. And, you know, being a water sign, you really in touch with your emotions. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but they're able to like identify and one one aspect I like about them, they're not afraid to really show you. They're not one to like hide their emotions. You're, as you know, in Aries is they may cry, but they're not gonna let you know that. That you're not gonna see it, you know, unless they feel that comfortability with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but really that I feel like your mother is gonna show you, you know, your soul because that's a mirror image and you, you can you can resonate with that love. So I really feel like cancers um, are the mother. It's just like that mother who just wants the best for everyone and wants to pour into you, so to speak, with that water energy. So what's been your, um, with your um, experience with cancer? Cancers, I have experienced that same very uh, nurturing energy from them that they really are almost kind of similar to a tourist. They're very like a homemaker, a homebody. They want things to be comfortable. They want everybody to always be comfortable. And do you need anything? Can I get you anything? That sort of energy. 
but I have also experienced like as far as the pendulum can go in one direction, it can also go just as far in the other direction. And I have a lot of cancer men in my family. And I do, I have seen that really, really fiery side of the water, which fire and water always go together. And so I guess that makes a lot of sense. That's the Ayurvedic perspective. But yeah, so I've seen where it, within the drop of a hat, like you're saying, they're not afraid to hide, to show you their emotions. They do not hide their emotions. And that's very true in my experience as well. Like, you know, as soon as something's not right, like, you know, when they are happy, everybody's happy. And when they're not happy, you better get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. That's what the coming to splash your ass. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Get out of their way because they are on a mission. It's almost like, I've noticed with cancer more than the other signs that they're, yeah, they're really in their face. They almost want you to be a full part of their experience of what they're feeling. They're like, no, I'm going to bring you in this with me. And you're going to, you're going to be like you're drowning underwater. Yeah. Yeah, it is almost. Yeah. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, like such that deep love and care and compassion from them. So it's very interesting to learn about these signs. All right, the next one is July 23rd through August 22nd, and that is Leo. Leo! When I think of Leos, I think about people who love their hair, who who are always the, I wouldn't say, yes, attention-seeking. Yes. I would say that. Yes, <laughs> I would say that too. So you're the standout person, but also with Leos, they're always think of a video game. They're they're the person who's controlling themselves, so they feel like they're in their own movie, so to speak. Ooh. It's just everyone is like co-stars, which is fine, darling, to feel because sometimes I feel like that being eleventh house Leo that rules friendships. So sometimes I feel that way that I'm in a movie. So. Um, <laughs> So um, Leos, they being being a very uh, assertive sign, they're always on the cutting edge of being uh, a leader, so to speak. When you think of you think of Nipsey Hussle, you think of someone who creates, who who cultivates the such great pathways to just be inspired by them. You know, um, to like just look up at them and just know that you can, you know, you can achieve or you can, you know, you can not, so to speak, follow in their footsteps, but get that great guidance of like just just things that they went through to really cultivate who they are. Um, and a lot of my favorite Leos um, have been um, been men, you know, and women um, who, you know, in our reality Um, who've been great leaders in the community. But in other ways, Leos um, can be very self-serving too as well. Um, And, you know, um, it's okay to be self-serving, but not to the point where um, people aren't, um, you know, we're not belittling people, Um, but definitely a standout, show out type of sign. I love Leos, um, but being a fire sign, you really can just be fire. You can be uh, you can be a bug under their shoe, 
or you can be on their tires because they're just dismissing you and going over to the next. Mm. For the next person to pump into them what they need and feed their ego. Yes, but on the flip side, they can also be extremely loyal. You know, that's what the, the energy of the lion, Leo the lion. Just Stay at home to make them babies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is that does with the men? <laughs> yeah. Most of the Leos that I've have experience with are women and they have a very um strong energy. Like they when you think of a lion, like not even just a lioness, but like a lion, they have that flashy like coat, that mane, you know, and they just walk around like like you're saying, this this is their world kind of thing, you know, which is fine. I, I love that about them in a lot of ways. But yeah, on the flip side, they definitely can go from being just like so loyal, your best friend, and they would do anything for you to being like they can flip that switch off really, really quick. And you do not want to be on the receiving end of the Leo's wrath. It's like a lioness protecting her cubs. That's like the energy of that's they like fight for their lives definitely a fiery the leo stare when they're mad oh yeah intense 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 it's like the scorpio <laughs> stare <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> definitely oh yeah i love leos too um they're very fun to have as friends they really will they they speak their mind a lot especially the women i've noticed they really speak their mind and so they really will like if they don't like something about you or if they think you need to do something different, you're going to know about it. They're not going to like pretend like everything's fine. They're, you, no, they're going to tell you, um, are you going to wear that? Um, because you, I'm still stopping and yeah. you're not my son. You better dress <laughs> to impress with your Leo friends, okay? <laughs> I don't have no ass anyway. Huh? Or they're going to show out on your ass anyway. Oh, yeah. And you're going to be about, about yourself for it. <laughs> um, so the next is August 23rd through September 22nd. And that is Libra. No, Virgo. Sorry, that's Virgo. Virgo. So we're in Virgo season. Mm. So, um, and, and Leos did not want to let go of Leo season. They were like so mad. Like, it's still Leo season. Like, no, it's not. It is Virgo season. You know why it's Virgo season? Because everyone is trying to fix their fucking lives. They want to fix themselves. They, your consciousness is more aware of the things that you need to fix during this season. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This aspect of Saturn, uh, Saturn squaring Mars, this is the push of Saturn, who's really like the, the elder and then Mars being the aspect of, you know, Aries rules Mars, you know, that you got to push to your greatness. And, and this is pushing our old self into our higher self, which is, you know, being more conscious and being more aware that we control our own reality. So we need to make the right decisions and not put unnecessary obstacles in our way. Or it's some obstacles that's just going to be met. Because we're not using that energy that the universe is providing us in the right way and honoring our higher self. Mm. So definitely Virgos, one, they're your, this is the friend in the group who's going to help you make the decision. Two, 
you're not going to know that you're making the right decision because a Virgo space, one, is beautiful and symmetrical and um, the most beautiful woman outside of an Aries, darling, because mm-hmm. me, darling. Yeah. <laughs> Our Virgos, like, when it comes to, like, bone structure and, like, just being very strikingly beautiful and, like, you know, it's just very, very stunning people. Um, but really they're the person to kind of make that decision. You really can't read Virgos, um, that well. Um, so they're probably the ones who are going to be the lawyers. (laughs) They're probably going to be the, they're probably going to be the greatest poker players ever because their, their poker face, like literally cannot read Virgos. They will not, they will not give you anything. One they're hardworking, but they're also, it can be to a point where if they're not producing, it becomes a problem for them. And they, they go into the, the self-deprecating, I'm not doing enough. Why am I not doing enough? You know, what can I do next? Um, so that aspect of Virgo is never ending. They, they, they have a little tiny head in their voice saying, I'm not enough. A lot of times I'm not producing enough. Um, so in that aspect, I will ask my Virgos to really believe that you are enough. You, you, um, you are doing enough. Um, take some time out for that self care. Definitely. Definitely. Virgos are totally the perfectionist. Like if they're not, if things are not perfect, then you're, it's going to go completely to the other side because they're, they're going to make everything a disaster if it's not completely perfect. That's my experience with Virgos. One of my brothers is a Virgo. And like you're saying, I mean, beautiful. He is a beautiful kid. His bone structure, everything you were saying, like <laughs> symmetry. I mean, he is like model status. And I'm not just saying that because he's my brother. Like he really is. I mean, he's got style. And like you're saying with the decision-making thing, he is just like that. He is so... Like, I will go to him if I need an opinion on anything. I'll be like, Gage, what about this or whatever? And he's so, I can trust his opinion on everything. He just, yeah. Virgos, Virgos are very awesome. I think they're, I think they're awesome. Virgos are very awesome. <laughs> we love everyone. We do. <laughs> okay. Except for us, apparently. <laughs> Except for what? Except for Leos, apparently. <laughs> oh, no, I do love Leos. I do too. I love every song. And so the next one is September 23rd to October 22nd, Libra. Libra. Oh, I have a lot of Libra aspects. And um, so I know a lot about Libra. So one thing, Libra, number one on their mind, L-O-V-E. Thank you. When is, who's my next crush? And then once I get the next crush, I'm done with it. It's no chase. It's, It's no tomorrow. I just, I love the feeling of the now, the love, and then once I obtain the love, I'm over the love. I want a new love. We probably have four or five crushes a week. And um, so that's, that's that aspect of Libra. But one, um, Libras honor themselves in their decisions, too. They honor themselves in their decisions, especially when it comes to their, their personal growth, too, as well. Um, when you, when you think about Libra, you think about that balance. This is someone in the group that, one, 
if you ask them to make a decision, they're going to say, hey, I want to hear both sides, you know? Um, so uh, definitely the law in the aspect of someone who is not going to make a decision until they have both sides and they can make the clear decision sometimes. But that's why it's so, that's why it's so difficult because on one hand, it could be, yes, I feel good about this. But on the other hand, you know, and then that's when you think about Libra's liking their, their, uh, their dip in the pond of, I want this, I want options, I want this, I want this. Yeah. <laughs> um, the horrors of the Zodiac sign, darling, if you will. <laughs> but yes, it is. Uh, they are. Uh, but the one thing that I love about Libras um, is very beautiful people. You know, very beautiful people. Um, definitely, when you think about um, just the body, Libras always have a good ass, okay? A good booty, baby, okay? All right, what we got, okay? <laughs> I'm a Libra rising, okay? And Libra moon. Um, and with that Libra aspect, um, Libras can always uh, be conflicted about why they're putting so much energy for people to like them when it's not being reciprocated. And another Libra trait is um, the personality switches is being like they change with their environments. So you can get different aspects of Libra. So like if I'm an environment that I have to be more professional, my personality is probably more professional if I'm with my friends, if I'm with some people from here, from here, Libra is going to be adaptable to everything. And, you know, you want to think about being an air sign and just like how Gemini is adaptable being an air sign, Libra controls communication in air too. So um, definitely in that aspect, definitely very charming people. Definitely you want to listen to them for hours because um, they'll charm your pants off. Okay. <laughs> yeah they will switch it up that's interesting I didn't know that about Libras I did not know that about Libras but I have noticed that about uh, playing different roles and being able to wear different hats in different cases and just switch them without even thinking about it almost it's just natural it's natural mm -hmm. to those different roles which is interesting what you said about feeling like like life is your movie sometimes and then you feel like you change roles when you do different things and that's also probably good for you in a lot of ways too to be able to switch out of your roles so easily I wish I could do that more I need to channel some some Libra energy apparently okay next <laughs> one October 23rd through November 22nd. This one is mine, Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> I love Scorpios because they are the best FBI agents you could ever have. <laughs> but Scorpios, when they love deep, they love deep because one thing, Scorpios are hard to obtain um, because um, they have... Um, a lot of hard time trusting people. Um, but, I mean, once they find out, you know, your social security number by just digging up all of your information, they will trust you then. And once you do a couple other things, you know, in a vial of blood, darling, okay? 
um, in a, in a, I need a, at least 12 of those later. Yeah. The never ending and, uh, you know, they're hard to satisfy because you can't keep up with them. Okay. Sips tea. Um, but, um, <laughs> but Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. So when you think of the cult and you think of all of the mystical things that we're talking about, is really ruled by Scorpio because Scorpio um, really deals with the the unseen. But so it, it wants to explore more. So it's not one to roll with with the crowd. It's, I'm over here. So we have to thank all of the Scorpio placements for probably um, making the first tarot decks. Probably <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I need to look that up. Um, but definitely when you think of the occult and transformation, and when you think about, um, death and transformation, you think about Scorpios. So when you see this aspect in your chart is really a time of transformation where it be as a death, um, or a rebirth. And like we talked about the aspect of, um, Scorpio being so versatile, because when you think about a scorpion, it is on land and water. So definitely when you think about transformation, that's definitely being adaptable too, but also being hidden. So definitely Scorpios can kind of like just close off. You know, you can probably have a lot of Scorpio friends that, you know, have that amazing energy and in-depth conversation, but we go off into our little world and we won't hear from Scorpios. So um, I know my second house is Scorpio. So I resonate a lot with Scorpios um, when it comes to needing my space and my, so to speak, isolation. Okay. I need my isolation. Yes. I need my isolation. Okay. So we can learn from Scorpio when it comes to honoring ourselves and like looking at a situation not as the creepy FBI agents as they are, some, but I'm really just taking it back and not trusting something until it gives you that reassurance. So that's one thing that your Scorpio friends could really give you like, hey, just don't jump out there before you know all of the information, okay? I have (laughs) been that, yes. I've always been the one that's like erring on the side of caution. And like, I've always had people in my life that are just so trusting and I'm like, you really, you trust that person like that? You really, you don't, you just met that person. Like you got to get to know them. What do you know about them? Like, tell me their life story. And I'm always that person that anytime somebody's even telling me a story about a conversation they had with somebody else, I'm asking more questions and they're like, I don't know. I didn't ask that. And I'm like, why didn't you ask that? How would you not ask that question? Don't you want to know? Right. I need all of the information right now. And I think that the aspect what you were talking about of being the FBI agent comes from the lack of trust too, is because you want to get to the bottom of everything. And it's the not trusting that you're actually at the bottom and you want to keep digging, keep digging. Yeah. I definitely used to be guilty of that. I was super, super nosy. My mother would tell me, and I know I was, and I've been working on that. Um, But it's funny when you were talking about Pluto, I think that one of the downsides of Scorpio aside from being like an amazing, really passionate person, lover, really deep, all of those sort of things. And then the flip side being like, Pluto can't decide. I just thought this was a funny thing. Can't decide whether it's a planet or not. And I feel like that's like the energy of Scorpio too, is like, 
I don't know what I want. Do I want this? I don't know. I want this. I don't know. I want this, but okay, never mind. Change my mind over here. Yeah, it's just like I can't figure what what's what, which way's up. Any of my Scorpio sisters, I feel you. <laughs> <Not alone. laughs> All right. Next one is November 23rd through December 21st and Sagittarius. Sagittarius. I love Sagittarius because one, this is your friend that if you say, hey, I want to go hiking. I want to go for a bike ride. I want to jump out of a plane today. And they're going to be like, what time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what time? All right, because I'm already doing something. Before that, I have a five-mile jog in just two minutes. So are we doing this now or later? So this is your friend when you just want to get out of the house and you just want to just throw all your inhibitions out and just release some energy and just really have fun. And that friend, if you want to be their personal victim when it comes to being a gym rat, they were just like, they are always in the gym too. Um, with the aspect of Sagittarius is also a fire sign. So uh, definitely they're going to tell you how they feel immediately. So really no filter. It's just like the fault and then it just comes out. So that's with Aries too. <laughs> I think that's with no fire, fire sign. It's like, I think you're an idiot. And then you just say, oh, I think you're an idiot. It's like, man. <laughs> I think <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, but that's what I love about Sagittarius. And the one aspect about Sagittarius is they love the freedom. So when you think about the aspects of, you know, just adventure in relationships, they like freedom. Um, they don't like to feel tied down. They like to feel they like to feel like they're their own person within the relationship. They don't like to feel like they're one with someone because that really sets in they're not honoring their boundaries, which is being that free spirit. You know, when you think about the arch, you think about it being free in the wind to like go in the direction and really hit the target that they must place in their own mind or their own spiritual journey. So when you think about, you know, um, really honoring themselves Sagittarius really honor their their th the things that they want to do and they like to have their options. Okay, we don't need to say how we feel about Sagittarius men, but yes, y'all honor y'all y'all ways with having options. And when I think about women who speak out the most, you know, and really have that energy of just saying what they they believe and kind of right standing on the mountain with the spike and really starting the revolt. I think, I think of Sagittarius women, you know, I think of Sagittarius women really being the outspoken leaders. Um, and then also Sagittarius uh, rules most of the things when it comes to travel, when you, you definitely have a traveling buddy when it comes to Sagittarius placements and Sagittarius actually rules boats and Sagittarius rule is ruled by Uranus which is a planet of quick change. So when you think about makeup artists, makeup artists are ruled by Uranus. So lots of makeup artists are Sagittarius. And um, when you think about um, just with, with travel and boating, like I said, that aspect is something that Sagittarius really enjoy, mm. which is travel and adventure. Mm -hmm. 
and really being spontaneous too, I think. I have a Sag moon and I will say like being a Scorpio sun, a lot of being really like a hermit and just like hiding away in my home. And then the other side of me is just like completely free and like, okay, where am I going to go next? And I, I swear every single month I'm like getting a wild hair. I'm like, okay, I got to go somewhere. I got to leave the state. I got to go to the beach or, you know, something like that. And then it being an archer, what you're saying is like the, the bow and arrow it always makes me think of like, okay, they, they shoot, they shoot the arrow and then they just start running before they see where it's going or anything. It's like, I don't know how much of a target they really have. At least for me, it's kind of like more like, okay. I think that something, a downside of Sag is, is developing that target and not running ahead of themselves before they're actually trying to figure out what it is that they're doing. Because I know for me, I tend to just like get excited about something and I'm like, okay, let me do everything. And then I'm like, wait, hold on. What am I doing again? <laughs> but yeah, but it's still fun. It's so fun. I love Sagittarius. My brother's a Sag too. And also just with all of these things, it also depends on, you know, this, the rising and the moon and all of the other ones as well. So there could be some things be really, really strong in one person and not in another and correlations in different places. All right. Next one is December 22nd to January 19th, Capricorn. Capricorns, we love the Capricorns because they love their Capricorns. Capricorns, they're all about the money, okay? And really, Capricorns can be some amazing lovers because they love, their love language is uh, acts of service. Uh, Capricorns really keep you on point when it comes to um, honoring yourself, um, when it comes to um, not being taken advantage of. They're really overachievers. They're really what Virgo really thinks they are when it comes to organization and balance. Virgos, they get inside their own head. So um, a little too much that it it. it it takes away how they produce. So Capricorns are really the elevated sign of Virgo when it comes to organization, when it comes to the I can do, I can do this, um, the can-do attitude. They really keep you really um, focused when it comes to when you look at their achievements. It's really, uh, I need to, it's really a friend who, who, who's an inspiration that you can inspire to be. So with Capricorns, um, I know with Moon, they don't play games. They're, they can really be kind of mean. Capricorns can come off as really mean <laughs> sometimes. Uh, but being that goat, when you think about a goat, you think about um, someone uh, or something in the aspect because a lot of times a lot of people can't resonate with signs because it's more ambiguous rather than just like a, a like a physical like animal. But when you think about a goat, you think about someone who kind of like defies, defies all of what's surrounding them and really is going to do the impossible and be the overachiever. Because that's why we call them the goat. They're the goat. OK, they're going to be the best. OK. So um, I really love Capricorns, but y'all can be mean as hell. Y'all can, um, especially um, they're So they're the opposite of Sagittarius. They don't have a target. Capricorn has the target. Yeah. Okay. 
and don't get in their way. Yeah, they, that's because we love Capricorns. Huh? So we love Capricorns, but they're <laughs> me. <laughs> I think part of the the mean can come from being no nonsense. And since it's like all target where Sagittarius is like all journey and less destination and then Capricorn's like all destination and less journey. And so they get frustrated in the journey. And so they are shorter and it's just a no nonsense attitude. They're way less carefree, but really focused. That's somebody that you want to have on your team. That's going to keep, keep the ball rolling forward. It's like, okay, we're doing this. They have that energy and they're, barely hard workers they're gonna get it done like okay it's gonna be done before that deadline (laughs) right because they're gonna probably be the accountant yeah the money and to make sure uh, everyone gets paid (laughs) including themselves first right so that's your team that's the accountant they're in the accounting department (laughs) capricorns we want to make sure that you remember to have compassion with others who may not be as focused as you are and to nudge them along gently instead of being just like, why the hell aren't you doing it? Mm -hmm. Because they will. Uh (laughs) All right. So January 20th through February 19th is Aquarius. Aquarius. We love Aquarius because... We're in the age of Aquarius. Some may say we're in the uh, um, age of Pisces, whatever you want to subscribe to. But definitely when you think about change, when you think about rebirth, when you think about um, being the water um, um, barrier, carrier, um, really transcending what it means to be an air sign. Um, at one aspect, um, they're very uh, airy. So when you think about people who are like more influential when it comes to spirituality um, and the aspect of how Scorpio is, they're more of the, the cutting edge to really show you and not be in the shadows. So um, <laughs> they're definitely a sign that will take you from an aspect of um, really opening up that spiritual boundaries and really creating um, something beautiful. A lot of um, Aquarian energy uh, comes from being that air sign and being adaptable to that emotional energy around you too, really holding that water. So definitely Aquarius is someone who you can probably cry to and they could really shield you and protect you. Both of my parents, my parents, my parents are Aquarians. I put parents and Aquarians together. Um, They're Aquarius. And I feel like in the aspect of me transforming as a woman, even in their aspects of what they felt religiously at the time, I know spiritually they have transformed and we are together now because me and my ancestors are not different. If I eat fruit, I must, my ancestors must eat fruit. You know, I must honor myself and treat myself on one accord as my ancestors because I am a God too. I am one with them. So Aquarius is someone who is definitely in that group who is going to come with more creative ideas, who's probably going to be the peacemaker, so to speak, who's probably going to be the one that people just vent to, you know, and um, who's going to be that person really to um, 
really be friends with everybody, you know, to really just go around the group just like that, that, that air, that airy energy and kind of give everybody that hug and that love. You know, they're very, in that aspect, they're very good at that. But Aquarius, they will ghost your ass, okay? They will honor themselves and kind of drop out of situations and kind of start a new life with a tinfoil hat. That They are definitely those types of people. They will definitely build a life in a new city. And you're like, where are you moving? Oh, yeah, I'm moving to Alaska. Okay, bye. I love y'all. Peace. Never I'm just like, <laughs> what? So um, in that aspect, definitely if you want to move into another city and you want a roommate, choose an Aquarius because they're probably already there and, and willing to move yeah. next way. <laughs> they don't leave you there. <laughs> okay, because they will leave your ass. So are they like, do they like to travel like how Sagittarius or is it more just really they want to remake their life? They want to. Change. Yes. Yes. So when you think about re- like when you think about as- an aspect of, man, I wish I could move to a new city and create a new life. That is the energy that Aquarius is, but they actually do it. Yeah. They actually pack their shit up and move to another city. Interesting. So are they the type of people that go online and stuff too, that create like uh, different accounts for themselves and like be different people and will go and play games online and create whole alter egos for themselves and stuff like that? I feel like. Yeah. Because when you think about air signs, you think about adaptability and you think about someone who's a, sometimes can be emotionally tied to attention too as well. So Wanting that attention from every, um, every aspect is something that Aquarius, that's something that they deal with too. Mm-hmm. So creating multiple accounts and being like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. They definitely will Scorpios. I'm trying to be FBI agents, trying to be sneaky on multiple accounts. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. And they're very artistic. Yes. The arts. Like they love to sing. They love instruments. So definitely a lot of when you think about jazz musicians and when you think about what those instruments are ruled by, a lot of our greatest jazz musicians have been Aquarius, you know, um, rappers, you know, musicians, you know, have been Aquarius. So when you think about music, you think about Aquarius really when it's like cutting edge and different, like Andre 3000, oh my goodness, he is an Aquarius, you know, and he's cultivated you know, transcendent fashion and music just by being that cutting edge. Aquarius are always, you know, on that new, that new cutting edge every time. We love Aquarius and I love my parents. Oh, (laughs) Aquarius. My sister's an Aquarius with a Scorpio rising and a Scorpio moon. And so she's definitely very sneaky. I'm always looking at her like, I know you are up to something. That's why I said that she can be Scorpio's friend. (laughs) That that, they they sneaky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Ooh. (laughs) Do you know the chakra that's associated with the Aquarius? Um, I've forgotten that aspect. What what chakra is associated with it? Do you remember? 
I don't. That's why I was just wondering. I wonder if it's um, the throat chakra. I'll have to check. I'll check and we'll move on to the very last one, which is February 20th through March 20th. And it's Pisces. Pisces. So when you think about Pisces, you think about the fish. You think about, you know, spirituality. So when you, when you see a fish, um, you think about um, you think about treading waters and really that emotional charge that we're in right now um, being maybe in the age of Pisces or the Aquarius, which I feel like it's more so it's more so the energy of both, you know, um, transformation, you know. So uh, definitely Pisces, they, so when you think about a fish, you think about being in a school, a school of fish. So Pisces are the ones that really have like 20 friends. They, <laughs> they attract so many people. Okay. Uh, Pisces always have really beautiful eyes. I don't know what it is, but when you look at Pisces eyes, it's really watery, really watery. Okay, um, Pisces in the aspect of of music and spirituality, they are really aware of that consciousness. Um, so um, a lot of people who do have Pisces placements are really, really either really spiritual or really religious, or they're making that transformation um, to being spiritual to religious and vice versa um, because. I feel like it's more so um, a battle too. So um, Pisces can be emotional, emotionally charged by their environment. So when you think about being in water and you think about, uh, you know, having that emotional energy, definitely Pisces um, can get in their own way when it comes to their emotions. A lot of times in that aspect, especially with codependency and wanting to really, um, be one with their partner and move as one person. Um, so definitely um, some of the aspects that, you know, might be opportunities are the codependency in the relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely spirituality is always like at the forefront or always typically when I look at charts, it's definitely on the journey um, to where they may be or, um, or, um, in the aspect of what they they are currently battling, especially when people come out of church and they're battling where where they where they really want to be, because Pisces they're so charged by their spirituality, it's their identity. So when they do go off into transforming into you know something that you know their parents may not approve of, it really affects them. So. Um, they have to feel groundedness in their spirituality. And that's what I've learned about um, Pisces over the years. I have some major Pisces placements in with a lot of empaths. Um, they have major Pisces placements too as well. Mm. I feel like Pisces can wear their heart on their sleeve a lot. Yeah. And then I think also with when you were th- talking about the beautiful eyes, all I kept thinking was like, Oh, it's because they cry a lot. They let their emotions come out. And so you can, you can see there's such that depth, but that they don't, they're not hiding it They're It's all on the surface as well. 
very interesting. And then what you were saying about how it's in the, the Aquarius slash Pisces age of whatever, you know, they have similar energies in a, in a way. Something I was thinking about with Aquarius is that, yeah, they're very good at being the ones that you go to, to, to confide in and you can cry to them and stuff and they, they'll be there for you, but they also have a tendency to hold that in. So they'll take it all in and then they'll hold it in and they won't be the one to go cry to you. They're going to, they're going to always hold straight face and everything's fine. Whereas Pisces is like, you can cry to them and they're going to cry with you while, you, while you're crying to them. Like, damn, I'm get a bucket for all these tears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're not going to let you feel alone in your, in your feelings. That's for sure. Yeah. Pisces are very, very awesome. They're very passionate. Um, yeah. But, but they can run away with themselves too and the wrong things a lot of times. You get caught in the water. It's like the fish chasing itself. It doesn't know what it's Exactly. They're social butterflies, so that's why they get caught up. Because being yeah. empath, like Pisces, you're automatically have that empathic energy. So you're a social butterfly. You have to learn to protect your energy. Mm-hmm. They're going to take on everybody else's stuff. And if they're not grounded in their spirituality, like you were saying, then they will not be able to recognize what's theirs and what's not theirs. And then it causes such that internal turmoil, you know, where they're not, they can't balance the internal and the external world. It's very, they are underwater. It's like, you know, that internal external world. So that definitely makes sense. It's like a fish. It's like being a fish out of water when they're too out in the external. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I want to save that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I did look up Aquarius and it is the throat chakra because I was curious when you were saying like singers and, and stuff that it would probably be related with the throat chakra. Yeah. Sometimes we have to honor ourselves when spirit just gives us the answer to, to go with it. You know, we, we just, we just so much information is being, you know, we, we learn so much. So, you know, you're a smart cookie too. are too what have you noticed for yourself like what has drawn you to astrology so much to where it makes you want to keep diving in like what about it is just keeping you hooked well more so you know starting from a place where I want to learn more about myself and kind of see where does astrology go in and kind of seeing like oh I do have those aspects you know I am like that. I am attracting that, you know, so to speak, you know, I, you know, that is because I have this, you know, but not, oh, because I'm a Libra moon, that's why this is happening, but really taking ownership. Okay. Using it as a, you know, a strategy and then also help with relationships too, relationships of all kinds. So, all right. So if I'm with a person who has a, um, a zero degree, Aries moon and I know that maybe in the aspect of me being outspoken they may be an issue because you know with that aspect that's someone who is going to share their opinion who may may clash with may have a a, not a more so a tumultuous relationship but a verbal verbal arguments so you have to be very careful when you're meeting people you really want to check their chart just they test results too, but their charts and everything, you know, when it comes to those, those aspects of, of compatibility and what 
the unseen can be. You can kind of have a leg up. That's why I'm saying like you can look on a chart and see, hey, I need to be aware of short travels. I need to be aware of short travels and trips that are not planned, you know. You know, not saying that, you know, that will be, you know, your trend. That's how you transition. But that saying, hey, let me plan my trips because you by the universe and that energy, it could cause something to happen that I don't want to happen. And by not doing that, I can just, you know, go with what astrology is, what our ancestors use. You know, we we are connected by the sun and. You know, we are of the earth and the universe. You know, we are spiritual beings that fell down into these physical bodies. So using astrology is just something that is connected to my ancestors and my spirituality. So I felt like I was it was going to be a disservice for me to just completely rule that out and not benefit and use it. So I love it. Yeah, it helps you understand yourself and like you said, everybody else around you. And also to just mention, probably ask for permission before some looking up someone's birth chart. Not only do you need their birth time and stuff, but it can be really, really personal <laughs> to, to know all of those things because yeah, it is, it is deep and it does go into the layers. So what would you say to somebody who was like, oh, astrology, oh, that's not real. It's just like, oh, I'm, I'm a Scorpio. I, I'm an Aries. So what does that even mean? Like, how does it, there's more depth to it. So what would you say to the person that's like, oh, I don't, I don't subscribe to that channel. I think that that's nonsense. And like, what would well, you everyone, everyone has their spiritual journey, but it is a disservice for you not to know more about yourself. Um, because even if you say, Hey, I'm a Scorpio. Okay. So you're aware of where you are, where your sun sign is. Why not be aware of where your rising is? What, why not, we're not, why not be aware of why certain things happen and what aspects, what energy that you can use to your benefit. Or if you're even looking for some type of reassurance of, you know, what your soul journey or you know, some aspects of, I don't even have a passion. You can even look at aspects of, all right, let me just try something since, you know, I have this placement, you know, since I'm feeling discouraged or even, you know, just that, just that knowledge of knowing, you know, why not know, you know, you know, knowledge is very powerful. We need to know these things. If you don't know what your moon sign is, you need to know. These are some things that are important. So especially when you're listening to this, you need to know you are curious in some aspects. It's, yeah. It is You've gotten this far through it, then yeah, definitely you need to know more about it. And for people who don't know, there are, there's a sign for where each planet was in a certain constellation from the moment that you incarnated onto this planet. And then there's the houses and it just goes really, really in depth. And there's a lot more to it than just saying you're an Aquarius, you're a Pisces or something like that. So looking up your chart, using your exact birth time, your time zone, all of those things is very crucial. That's how you're going to really learn more about yourself instead of just getting your astrology thing for the day based off of your sun sign, which is your sun sign is more, do you want to go into that a little bit? Your sun sign being ruling over your days and a little bit about So, um, in the aspects of like, 
someone saying like, hey, I know uh, Aries, they don't act like this. Or, you know, it's because through the different degrees, there's different aspects. So different energies may come out more so. Um, it's different different aspects of astrology that dive in deep into, you know, you may meet an Aries that is more of that passionate leader. And then you may meet an Aries that is, you know, um, not so passionate because maybe they have a placement that, you know, has them conflicted with making decisions, you know, or, you know, something like that. You, you, you just, it's more so with your rising, I feel like that's more so of like your highest, your truest self, because that is what you're, um, what you're actually projecting, like of your true sign. I feel like I can see more of someone's rising sign rather than their sun sign when that, when I meet them. And I often can catch the moon sign sometimes, um, especially if they have a Pisces placement and they have beautiful big eyes or whatever. I'm like, Oh, Pisces, you know, uh, the one aspect where I can see with like Libra placements, um, same aspects with Virgos. It's like very symmetrical um, lips and just very like when you think about sensuality, I think about Libras too. But um, definitely, you you know it, it. You need to learn about what your moon sign is and your sun sign because it it really alters the state of who you really, who you really are, because, you know, you really can't really subscribe to just your sun sign because you're not going to learn anything of just anything about anything that's going to pour into you besides your ego. So you can't just constantly feed that ego. You have to know, you know, your moon sign, which is, you know, your hidden, you know, more so what's hidden and um, really what's more so kind of, what you need to really um, heal from too. So definitely your moon placements when you think about the mother. So definitely more so the emotionally charged things that happen in your life is definitely in the aspects where your moon is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the sun sign being more of the, the yang energy, the masculine, how you conduct your daily activities. And then the moon being more of the yin, the feminine, the, feeling the relationship the inner emotions all of those and then the rising being like how you project or how you are seen by others yeah so it and they all play a role with each other like you were saying like definitely learning about the moon even if you don't care about anything else your moon sign and how you relate like if you're looking up your compatibility with another person I always look at the moon sign with the other moon sign I don't I look at everything, but I will look at the moon signs the most because that's how you're going to show up in that relationship on a deeper level, not just surface level. Yes, yes. And house compatibility, too, as well. Oh, I'm still that's going to have to be a whole that like that's getting so deep in it. I still don't know much about the houses. And You know, we're talking about it. I want to learn more about astrology with Ayurveda because you're talking about the, you know, Pisces having big, beautiful eyes. And that's a really kappa attribute. And then, you know, different different doshas like the airy doshas would be more of a vata thing. And so I think that they really play together. And I would love to learn more about that. But I love it. Well, tell people where they can find you, your Instagram and everything. Yes. Yeah, so this is Empress Plachette. Um, you can find me at P underscore Hollywood. Um, you can email me at soulrealtalk at 
gmail.com. You can also find my podcast, So Real Talk, available on all platforms, including Apple, Spotify. Um, so um, definitely check me out. Um, definitely um, check me out on my Instagram. DM me for any tarot appointments and any meditative uh, appointments. Um, I am your girl. Okay. Well, I put all of your links below and um, what was I going to say? There was one other thing I was going to say. Oh yes, your tarot. So we are going to do another episode about tarot in the future, but definitely check out the tarot. Yeah, check me out. Check me out. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm appreciative. I'm appreciative to be on your platform and thank you for having me. And I, I just, I love that we're bringing both of our listeners together on both of our platforms so we can get to know each other. And they got a little of who Autumn is and uh, check Autumn out at the Worthy Bitch podcast link in her bio. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) And if you loved this episode, I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes or you can find me on Instagram at the worthy bitch or YouTube at the same handle. My email is theworthybitch at gmail.com with a period instead of an I in the word bitch. So that is the worthy B period tch at gmail.com and stay tuned for my website that is currently in the making. I love to connect with you and hear from you and I look forward to meeting you very soon. Have a great day, chicasita.